Rivals officially. Totally. Well, yeah. Kickball you're, rivals. You're in what? The tri- I'm in the triple A <laughs> yeah, the Triple A professional league. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the A group. And I really wish we got to play you because obviously I love I your don't. team. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we freaking beat your asses. Yes. I just learned how to kick the ball once. Yeah. My pitches were pretty hard. I did pitch <laughs> easier at the end. Okay. For our scrimmage. All right, so we're rivals, yes. um, but we were friends before then. Yeah. Uh, we met through our dear friend, Christian Moses. Our dear friend, Shout Christian. out to Christian. Shout out to Christian Moses. I probably met you in my living room just randomly one <laughs> yeah. day. No, I think that's literally where we met. Yeah. Good old Christian. That man is something else. <laughs> He's such a little sweet potato. Yeah. A sassy I, sweet oh, potato. Oh, I love him. Yeah. Very sassy, very sweet potato. <laughs> he was one of the first people I met down here. Same here. Where, we, where are you from? I'm from Racine, Wisconsin. Uh, oh. So it's like Milwaukee area. And after I went to school in Madison, then I moved here. Yeah, Christian was a guy I met on Tinder. He was the second date here, I think, in the cities. Aww. And now look at us. <laughs> Great friends. I met him working at a library at mctc and oh nice yeah i'll have to tell the story one day on the Mm -hmm. podcast but the first time that we hung out outside of work i broke my teeth on a stripper pole are you serious (laughs) i love that what a good story and you'll have to tune into next episode Mm -hmm. today i have with me a tiktok king (laughs) tiktok king a reels guru a reels guru Emperor of Jet Set. <laughs> Emperor of Jet Set. That's a new one I haven't heard. Oh my gosh. Johnny, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. How do you relate to the title of this podcast, Biracial, Bisexual, Bipolar? So biracial, I don't relate to, obviously, because I'm white. <gasps> Gasp. <gasps> Gasp. <laughs> um, First white man on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, bisexual. I am gay. And there was a a part in my life where I was like, is it easier to come out as bisexual first? I'm like, maybe, but I'm not bisexual. I'm like 100% gay. So <laughs> sort of on that one. And bipolar, I have people in my family with bipolar. So I've been exposed to it and have had mental illness, like issues with OCD and anxiety and all that. But yes, I do not have bipolar, but it runs in my family. Yeah, Johnny and I have known each other through a good friend for many years, but now I have to try to hit his balls <laughs> occasionally in kickball. Not good at it yet, but um, you'll practice. get there. You'll get there. Actually, you don't even have to kick my balls because we aren't in the same league. Not yet. I'm Not gonna yet. Wake my, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna wake my way up eventually. Okay. okay to it the was A so league. embarrassing. I was just like, how do we, how does it 
not hit my shin hit oh my, my foot. gosh don't be embarrassed because literally everyone there has been embarrassed at some point and then you have to run and then you have to run and then and sometimes you can't run yeah sometimes you can't run and sometimes you have to tag up which is even great well which is like the hardest thing for people to understand if it's a pop fly you can't just run that's a league stuff though <laughs> Oh, that's A-League stuff, though. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I didn't know that there were actual rules to the yeah. game. And then I was just like, oh, fuck. There's okay. a lot more than you would think. Because, like, everyone's like, oh, kickball, I played that in middle school. Mm-hmm. But no, these these gays take it seriously. <laughs> and I was for sure the kid that did not want to participate in gym class. Yeah, and totally. And now I'm doing it for fun. Wow. <laughs> it, you really came full circle. In the heat, it... It's going to be a good time. Oh my gosh. Well, the heat and sometimes later in the season, it gets like insanely cold and sleety. I think one one year we played in like sleet and it was awful. Did you wear cleats? Yeah. I wear cleats every time. Every time. Yeah. You're you're actually. Yeah. You actually should. Do you have cleats? Motherfucker, no, I don't have cleats. Why would I have cleats? I guess that's a fair point. Why would you just randomly have cleats? Well, it's highly encouraged because you don't want to slip because if you slip and fall on that ground, it hurts and you like Just like road rash? Yes. Okay. Yeah. My roommate did not warn me about that. He's like, wear what you want. Yeah. Your your roommate barely showed up to games. Hear that, Sam? But we love him. We love him. Yeah, we love him. I do love you, (laughs) Sam. Sorry. We're going to talk about your TikTok career. Of course. And what it's like to be a viral sensation. Yeah. So TikTok, I, a couple of my friends from college were, were very obsessed with TikTok. And I was one of those people that was like, oh, I'm not going to download it. It's for like young people. Like it's just a phase or whatever. And then they kept saying like, oh, you should just do videos. And I did one and like got barely any views. But I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, wait, this is kind of fun. I kind of enjoy doing this. So I kept doing it like over and over and over. And throughout all the videos, I was posting like once a day. Like, it was crazy. Wow. Yeah, but the videos I was putting out were just, like, so easy to post. Like, no editing, just, like, me saying stupid shit and then would post it. Not that mine take that much energy You were doing now. Vine on TikTok. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. I was doing, like, some random skits. I used to do, like, sort of comedy skits. Now I've kind of shied away from it. It was cool to, like have people suddenly notice my videos and like follow me and like comment and I kept posting and kept posting I remember the one the one viral time that really got me was I posted something on TikTok and then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden um I think it was four days later best of grinder account on Insta (laughs) they have like an insane number of followers I don't know how many they had at the time but it was posted to there and people were sharing it and 10,000 I started I weirdly (laughs) started panicking like oh my gosh is my life gonna change like looking back it's so silly because like you can go viral like especially with TikTok people Mm -hmm. can go viral fairly easily like it's all up to chance but I was like 
oh my gosh, should I like, am I going to move to LA? Am I going to be a movie star? It was so silly, but I had like a couple minutes where I was like, oh my gosh, do I actually want this many people to see it? Like, this is scary. Right. What if I get like hate comments? What if I get like, what if people I don't want to see my content see it? So that was like the big viral moment. But now it's like, whatever. (laughs) It's like so casual. It's fine. Was it a gradual light count going up or did you just like look at your phone and you're just like, why is there so so, many notifications yeah that's a good question so like sometimes i would wake up like after posting um during the night and then i would get like so many notifications and it's like it's crazy because you're looking at your phone it's like am i gonna read all these comments like did something bad happen because you know Mm -hmm. like some people get like canceled overnight sure which Hasn't happened to me, knock oh, on wood. What was her name? Miranda Singh. Oh my gosh. Bitch. Colleen, um, I forget her last name. She doesn't need to. She doesn't need to be said. No. Yeah, it was awful. The worst apology video like... ever. I didn't even, I, I didn't watch the full thing, nor do I Good. want to. Not that I was worried about being canceled, but sometimes people stitch videos and like, I don't know, like say random stuff about a person that may not be true. Right. It hasn't happened to me nor do I think it will. But yeah, it's just scary. How many times have you been stitched with like a person that's not seeing anything? They're just like eating chips or something. Does that happen to you? That's happened a couple times. Like towards the start, um, when I was posting videos, they would, some of the stitches didn't even make sense. I was like, (laughs) why? Why? Yeah, they would just like stand there and just watch it. I'm like, I don't think they know how to like use TikTok. It was really funny. At least do facial reactions yeah no it was literally like now that you say that that did happen this man was literally (laughs) like eating and just staring into the camera and i was like okay (laughs) like this is interesting so you weren't canceled no you were just getting a shit ton of notifications yeah yes but speaking of canceled i did lose my first account they banned me permanently Ooh. Yeah. I want to dive into that yes. right after this break. So you lost your first TikTok. Yes. What happened? I, I was permanently banned. So the weird thing is I emailed TikTok over and over again. Mm-hmm. They never specifically told me why. But Uh-oh. what happens with TikTok is they give out warnings um, mm-hmm. for various violations And some of the violations, they flagged me for hate speech for saying Stragget, which is (laughs) obviously a a play on like faggot and straight. Sure. Um, And they flagged it for hate speech. And I was like, okay, that's dumb, but whatever. Um, And then the next one, I made a joke about um, (laughs) there's this gay porn site called Mormon Boys. And I was, <laughs> I, okay. and I was playing off of like acting like I didn't know that it was a porn site, like and saying like me in church right after watching Mormon Boys or whatever. <laughs> and they flagged it. I think they thought I was making fun of actual Mormons, um. So they didn't get that context, or someone flagged me. I think my accounts were just being flagged in general. Someone was like flagging my instant stuff for unrelated stuff that's um, weird okay yeah and then they randomly permanently banned me which is crazy because like people on that app 
like the most hateful people like the most misogynistic and like like racist and they say all this stuff it's even in the hashtags like and they don't get banned but you're gonna ban a gay man for doing gay humor stuff do you think that this is an example of how we like to profit off of the gay lifestyle yeah oh why did i say gay lifestyle that sounds weird i mean the community yeah Uh, but don't try to stop homophobia i yeah i think that's exactly makes sense yeah it, it does make sense um and it's almost like people are all for lgbt companies because they have to like they right they like us for like selling new merch like it, mm-hmm. it's all for profit which is really sad and in something like this i think it translates into normal life where you're like yeah i'm okay with gay people but i don't want to see it like i don't mm-hmm. want i don't want it exposed to me nor my children nor my family you can live your life but don't live it in front of me right like does that make sense it's and really sad because people growing up who haven't come out yet, like no wonder they haven't come out. And the suicide rate in LGBTQ kids is so high. It's like, this is the reason why they feel like they have, they feel like they're not normal. Right. And that they can't show their true selves in front of their friends or family. It's really sad. I don't know how I got all the way there, but (laughs) here we are. It's something that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, we're definitely like just numbers. Yeah. And um, exactly. Boost in the economy every yeah. June. Yeah. But like companies, July 1st, they take down all their pride shit. Yeah. It's just like then it never happened. July. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Right into 4th. That used to be one of my favorite holidays. And now I think about like, Everything. Uh, this yeah. is, this is America. Right yeah. Now. I don't, I don't know if we should go to her birthday party. Yeah, exactly. Especially right after, like, the student loan bullshit. Oh my gosh, yeah. Tell us your process of being a content creator. Yeah, so, basically, I, so I don't, I don't do it full-time. For me, it's just, if I have an idea, and I want to show it to people, I film it. Honestly, the way I do it is not able to sleep. Mm-hmm. I literally just think of stupid ideas that I want to film. Do you and have like, like a little notebook or do you I weirdly app? don't. I like some okay, I've used the notes app a couple times. Like I'll be I have to write it down, so I'll go in my notes app and <laughs> my notes app is so funny. It's like just the most random phrases. If someone went through it, they'd be like, What is going on here? I only do that. Like, I don't get distracted by anything. My boyfriend always says I go in another room and (laughs) not come out until it's finished. And that's pretty much true. I just, I really dive into it. I want to make sure, like, all the sound is working. Also, like, you're looking at... Sorry. So you're (laughs) filming and editing just, like, in one go? Yeah. Yeah. Just in one go. Jesus, okay. Yeah, it's... And these are short videos, so... um, Usually it doesn't take too long. Um, it's more the idea that takes longer. Like I'll have really close a setup for a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll be really close to setting up a joke and then I have to figure out how I want it portrayed. Um, and then once that's all in my head, like I have the whole script in my head, then I just like film it and I'm just like, okay, it's fine. Like doesn't matter how I look. It's just for comedy. So 
Do you feel like post-band you have to censor yourself more? I am a bit more careful now. I don't censor... So whoever was, like, flagging my accounts, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, which, I mean, it's nice. Like, thanks for backing off. (laughs) But, yeah, I I feel like um, I'm a bit more careful. I still... There's a line, and I get really close to crossing it with the violations but i feel like i'm i'm steering clear of it for the most part what was it like um basically rebuilding your brand not from the ground up because you still were on reels but yeah. rebuilding your tiktok following it was to be honest it was kind of disheartening um because yeah i had to start from zero mm-hmm. and there's no way i could tell people from tiktok to move to this account because I no longer had an account. Everything was deleted, all my videos. Um, When you're banned, can you see that the account was banned or is it just gone? You try to log in and it says your account was banned. Like, just a pop-up. Your profile isn't there, none of your videos. And for your audience, too? Yeah. It Yeah, it's like I never existed. Wow. <laughs> well, that sounds so sad. It's not that sad. The only way I could, like, have people move to this new account is if they happen to have followed me on Insta throughout the process. And some did, some didn't. But I was like, okay, I did it once. I'll do it again. I still don't have as many followers as I used to on TikTok. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's just, it's just a hobby. I don't, I don't take it too seriously. And now I do reels more. I, I get better views on reels and I try a little bit harder because it's like posting to my main mm-hmm. on Insta. That used to be a big deal for me, posting on main. I used to stress out about captions on my photos for, like, days. Aww. It was, I know, isn't that... It's so weird. Like, I was so nervous to, to put myself out there, and it was just a selfie. And now, the content I'm posting, like, I'm out there now. Speaking of posting, um, do you have to censor uh, who's allowed to see your pages now? That is yeah so i yeah so i ended up having to block my family and that's because my mom would send me text messages after her seeing my videos and she's like (laughs) she's like johnny this is a little too inappropriate like you shouldn't be posting this and i was like okay i get it but like mom it's not that serious so they knew what kind of things that you were putting out yeah and then you were just like they know and they still know i'm posting like okay. they're oh i i think i even told them i blocked them it's not like i'm posting anything explicit it's just like not for them to see first right. of all because they wouldn't even get it half of it's half of it all of it's like gay related and oh your parents aren't gay <laughs> no <laughs> oh my gosh no nope they are as straight as a whistle is that a phrase straight as a whistle i mean whistles get blown (laughs) true very true (laughs) are your parents more conservative for the most yeah yeah my parents are but i think in my opinion they've come a long way from where we started and i think that has to do primarily with coming out which kind of altered their perspective of like what a gay person was because my Mm. my parents say new gay people but like no one this close to them so i think they were at first they were pretty worried about it didn't know if that's actually what i was they're like oh don't forget about women like this might be a phase i'm like 
it's yeah it's not <laughs> <laughs> they are conservative still are very religious which me and religion kind of have separated if you will i consider myself an atheist now it was just i i have a lot of religious trauma i used to yeah i used to be like a like a jesus freak I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> you can see that. <laughs> I can see that too, obviously. Yeah, I I used to like be really worried about sinning and all these rules. And like, if I did anything bad, I would feel like I'm going to hell. And now oh, I am Catholic going guilt. to hell, but confidently. <laughs> yeah. have better parties down there. I honestly, all the cool people are going to be there. I don't believe in segregation unless it's hell. <laughs> I think, you know, Hitler should be on this side. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, and like the he... cool kids should be yes, on the other very side. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like a party. If you contribute it to genocide, you're over there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's mainly why uh, it, it's, it's just in my, in my high school, we never talked about gay people. We pretended they didn't exist. I didn't meet a single gay person. That was outwardly gay until freshman year of college. Not a single okay. one. Oh, no. Yeah, I know. And the only people I saw that were gay were in the media. And obviously they were like... That's not great. Yeah, it was. It, it's gotten better, mm-hmm. I will say. But at that time, it was not good. Uh, when, what year was your freshman year? It would have been 2014. I mean... Okay, so that was right about when um same-sex marriage was getting legalized right yes correct so like there was like a probably like a hopefulness but still yeah scary times for sure especially oh, yeah. minnesota and wisconsin are neighbors but they're very different mm-hmm. yeah and i wouldn't come, have come out in wisconsin for sure yeah no and i don't i don't blame you um but i will say madison is like obviously very very liberal so it was it was it was way easier to come out there than in Racine Wisconsin yeah yeah and just all the exposure I had in college really helped I don't even know where I would be right now if I went to like a private Catholic college oh my gosh I have no idea where it would be oh you would have had the grossest kinkiest sex I'm oh sure. my gosh yeah oh my Oh my, maybe I should have done that. <laughs> yeah. like a pollock, just jizz everywhere. Oh, oh my, my God. gosh. Wow, maybe I should have. <laughs> I have regrets now. Damn, damn you, Madison. Bring it back to your content and um, something that you brought up earlier. Most of the gay folks that you saw were only in media growing up. Correct, yeah. Now you're probably one of the first gay people in media that a new generation is seeing yeah possibly yeah how does that make you feel like do you like you mostly do comedy do you do things like uh what was that campaign it gets better yeah so i personally keep it very i keep my content very dumb very whimsical very stupid (laughs) but when i was first starting out i was actually posting more of like things that I went through and I got some people reaching out to me saying like that my content was really helpful to them like normalize what they go through as either closeted or gay people 
And that was so heartwarming to me. I was like, oh, some people really benefit from this content. Now, <laughs> I would say the <laughs> content I post now is just like, it's it's so dumb. It really is. But I, I enjoy it. I, I love making fun of myself. I love, I think a part of it is for so long, I was so worried about being perceived as gay or like it being my personality. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just like, why shouldn't it be my personality? It's who I am. So it's sort of me like fighting against how I was brought up to like keep it hush. And now I'm like, no, this is me. And I hope people see it. Like, it's like, you can be who you are. It's You want other folks to be wild, gay, and free. Yes. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't want anyone to have to go through like what I went through. And of course people do and people have it so much worse i got incredibly lucky with the support from my family and friends they were all great with my coming out and people don't have that you can normalize this type of life like it's beneficial so we're both uh more or less in the queer scene of minneapolis it's very um different i think for Mm -hmm. you know women and non-binary folks totally in comparison to you know yeah. Our white gay brothers totally. in Christ. Um, yes. Have you noticed any places where there's some overlap in Minneapolis that you would, you know, recommend for someone like yourself coming to Minneapolis? Yeah. Yeah. So especially like in, in Minnesota, there's, it, it's a lot more white people and right. a lot more cis people. Um, and I feel like there's not, a really good place for like um, non-binary people or trans people to to like hang out. Like they, we have gay bars, but they don't really have a place for them. Um, but what I've seen, what I've um, not saying that they're not welcomed. Yeah, yeah. It just it's just like I feel like the. The demographic. The white cis gays kind of overpower um, <laughs> gay bars. Yes. Um, and... R.I.P. Lush. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's the thing. It's like, I feel like there's so many white cis gay males. As a white gay man myself, I feel like it's something I don't think about because it seems so normal to me which is sad it's like oh minneapolis is great i'm having a great time or am i just having a great time because this city is basically made for me in terms of like being white cis and gay um so that's the sad thing like i want to like i do love the city Mm -hmm. but looking at it from a different perspective like we have so much work to do in terms of our community because some of my some some of my friends who are like POC and gay they say they have a much different perspective like it's hard to get into these white dominated friend groups absolutely and also if they are in one of these like white groups that they're like a token and like yeah you're the funny black friend yeah like exactly sure. and also, some of my friends said they feel like they have to, like, fight for one spot. 
Like, there's one spot in the group for them. And they're, like, competing over it, which is, like, sick. It's sad. Yeah. What do you think we could do to make, you know, trans folks, non-binary folks, people of color feel more welcome um, in the queer community here? Yeah, I think just, honestly, it's just expanding your friend group. Maybe there's there's a lot of people that are um, social climbers and they cling to like the people that are popular, know a lot of people or have a lot of followers like that. And I think just expanding your friend group and not relying so much on what like a friend group has to offer to you. Look at it as like learning about people's experiences that you haven't haven't thought about before. Oh, absolutely. I was hesitant to join Stonewall because I knew it was totally. going to be predominantly yeah. like white gay cis men. Mm-hmm. Y'all are super welcoming. Yeah. And I was super happy about that. But there's like that hesitation like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I know that I'm welcome, but you know. Yeah. Am I it's, really welcomed? It's it's really intense. And I, I'm so glad to see your kickball team. Your team is like one of the most diverse teams in all of Stonewall. Like, look at any other Stonewall team. It's, and I'm so glad this year that we've added, um, we've like expanded. We have women on our team now, which we never did before. We have like more POC, which is awesome. And I know like non binary and trans people are a part of that sports community. So, honestly, sports is doing a lot as a community, but you still have, it's still clicky. Like inherently you're on a team. Right. And some of those teams have people that look exactly the same, like the same Mm -hmm. demographic. And my team for one is like, yeah, we're, we're like the same. Our demographic is primarily white cis men. Um, And I would love to see that expand. Yeah. Like a a bar scene like that would Mm -hmm. be really nice or even, you know, more sober places. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been to like a Girl Scout event, but there's a lot of white folks, but there's also a lot of people of color, like, Mm -hmm. but it's mostly women, non-binary folks. Right. But it's an event. Like we don't have like a set place for us yet. Oh, I see. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. Like you would think a city like Minneapolis would have more places like that. Like, I think we have one of the biggest like pride events we do but yeah. we don't have those places it's you like know? top three I, I think it's like third big i yeah. don't quote me on that but i that think it's right. um and yeah the fact that we don't even have a gayborhood at all like we have to drive to our bars to our gay yeah. bars and that's just gay bar like i i don't know the full experience of like lesbians here but i i don't feel like they have like a bar for just that, and my we, we did. Um, we had one of the very few um, lesbian bars, like oh, really? in the country, and it closed. And now it's basically a place for you know. Um, really, event. oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know if you did. You go to it before it like? I did not. No, no, I I only went to their reopening so i didn't even know what it was like it also had a nice dance floor yeah that's so sad all right johnny yes we gotta hype you up let's do it where can people find (laughs) you on social media to give you a follow you can follow me on instagram at 
Johnny underscore Murray 16. Or if you really like seeing me talk and do even more silly stuff, um, you can follow me on TikTok at Johnny underscore TikTok 16 because my first one got banned. (laughs) (laughs) This one will not get banned, but if it does, let me know. We'll change it in the show notes. Yeah, please. Johnny, thank you so much for being my first white (laughs) guest on the show. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Can I say thanks, guys? Thanks, Thanks, (laughs) y'all.